Beth and I'm a psychological wellbeing practitioner from Newcastle. I just wanted to say the biggest thank you to the contributors of the Clinical Psychologist Collective book. I've enjoyed reading this so much and loved having an insight into the range of backgrounds and experiences people have prior to applying for the doctorate and it's been really interesting seeing the potential barriers to the application as well and how I can try and work around this. I really started to doubt myself and whether I was good enough to apply for the clinical psychology doctorate but this has really given me the confidence boost that I needed to give it a shot so the biggest thank you ever. Coming up in today's episode of the Inspiring Psychologist podcast I am guiding you through two important steps that can help you think about weathering the storm on your journey to becoming whatever type of aspiring psychologist you fancy being. If you're looking to become a psychologist, then let this be your guide. With this podcast at your side, you'll be on your way to being qualified. It's the Aspiring Psychologist Podcast with Dr. Marianne Trent. Hi, welcome along to the Aspiring Psychologist podcast. I'm Dr. Marianne Trent and I'm a qualified clinical psychologist. Here we are with another episode from the Marianne Summer Soundbite series, which are going to be slightly shorter episodes than the standard episodes to help you to be able to continue with engaging with your goals for learning and development in psychology over this summer period when you might be a little bit busier. Don't worry, this isn't a permanent change to the format and the usual longer and guest episodes will be around over the summer and in the autumn again too. Another series that you might well know and love is the free compassionate Q&A series. Don't worry, that one is back for the 2023 season too. Here's all the details you need to know. So as you can see on your screen, we have the first of those coming up on Monday, the 4th of September, 2023, and that starts at 6 p.m. A replay will, of course, be available too. And the best place to find the replay is Dr. Marianne Trent on YouTube. The second of the sessions is Tuesday, the 3rd of October, 2023, also at 6 p.m. Again, a replay is available. And the third and final session to support application season for the Deepin side, but also Ed side is also a similar time of year, is going to be Tuesday, the 7th of November 2023 at 6 p.m. So don't wait, don't delay, connect with me on socials now so that you can dive right in when the time comes. On LinkedIn, I am Dr. Marianne Trent. Come and connect or follow. On Twitter, I'm also Dr. Marianne Trent, although on Twitter, I can't see your comments because StreamYard and Twitter don't integrate properly. But if you want to just watch from Twitter, you absolutely can. On YouTube, I am Dr. Marianne Trent. My Facebook page is also Dr. Marianne Trent. And last, but of course not least, come and join my free Facebook community group, which is called the Aspiring Psychologist Community with Dr. Marianne Trent. I do always endeavour to get live on Instagram as well, but it's not quite so interactive because it means I have to get my phone rigged up behind my webcam. It's a little bit rustic, 
but you absolutely should be able to catch it there too. So the first of today's summer sound bites is all about self-care. I absolutely think it is essential. In business, it's said that the more time and money even we invest in our own self-care, the more productive we will be in business and the more lucrative that will be. This is absolutely something that I try to encourage among my colleagues and I want you to be able to do the same as well. Self-care isn't all face packs and eye masks. It isn't all spending money either. It might be that you make time, as I've always done, to stop for lunch and to do something completely different and not to eat lunch at your desk. That is an excellent, in my opinion, way to show yourself great self-care. And if that also involves a short walk before you head back to your desk or to see your clients, then all the better for it. Because we absolutely can get a bit sitting. Yes, that word is sitting when we're working in mental health and an opportunity to get our heart beating faster and to get some fresh air and move those legs and the opportunity to get out there, enjoy some fresh air, to connect with nature, to see you know, who and what is about in your local area where you are working can be so powerful and also I find can lead to creative ideas how to tackle problems that you're struggling with either with clients or with business processes in a different way how can you prioritize exercise in your day-to-day -day life so as i speak to you today certainly when i'm recording it i've been for a run even just a short run every day every morning since the end of may I absolutely recognise that my sleep is better, that my mood is better, that my fuse, my window of tolerance is broader and it helps me make mindful choices about my eating too. All part of my strategy to nourish myself physically and emotionally. So if you've got young children, especially if you're a solo parent, it might feel difficult for you to leave the house to do something like that. But we all need to be able to exercise, even if you are a wheelchair user or you've got limited mobility, you need to be able to see how we can move our bodies in a way that is good for our body and our soul. I have some very fond memories of doing wheelchair or seated yoga classes with some of the clients that I used to support in the physical disability team. So how can you make plans to move your body or to relax your body to do something a little bit more low-key? It might be self-care such as relaxation or mindfulness. It might even be something a little bit more high octane, something that really feels like a joyful or fulfilling endeavour. I absolutely believe that you taking care of yourself well better equips you to be able to support not only those that you work with, but everybody around you too. And let's take a quick break here and I'll be back along very shortly with the next of Marianne's Summer Soundbites. If you're looking to become a psychologist,
Welcome back. So the next of our summer sound bites is all about celebrating achievements. Depending on how you were raised and some of the messages that you've given about yourself, either from those in your family or those around you, it might be tricky for you to feel like you can really lean in to the things that you've achieved and you've accomplished. But let me give you permission, if you need it, to do just that. It might be that you've completed a doctorate, it might be that you've completed your undergraduate degree or that you've handed in an assignment or that you're working hard on your master's or your postgraduate certificate. It might be that you're conducting research, it might be that you're writing something up for publication, it might just be the practical experience and the way that your knowledge and skills are shifting and growing. It might even be the way that you're engaging with supervision and how that is changing. Absolutely celebrate those. And whilst it can be tricky when we rely upon the external feedback of others, because that's thought to be an extrinsic motivator, if you're hearing good stuff, it is okay to feel good about that. And of course, we need to be able to do the intrinsic motivating as well. We need to have these things feel good just because of ourselves, not because of what someone else has said about them. I like to think about the stuff that's gone well for me or some of the lovely client feedback uh, testimonials that I've had across my years, both in one-to-one -one work, in group work, and in my work with aspiring psychologists and for the Clinical Psychologist Collective book, the Aspiring Psychologist Collective book and the Grief Collective book as little sort of nuggets to keep you know, under my belt that I can draw on and lean upon on days where I feel a little bit more depleted. Each and every achievement in your journey, not just professionally, but personally, is something that you can feel so proud of and that you should. If you have found this useful and you'd welcome some more permission to celebrate wonderful you and to grow and nurture and shape yourself, but under my expert care and attention, but also my hand-selected and crafted panel of experts that includes a CBT specialist consultant psychologist, research clinical psychologists, and a whole host of specialist teaching and training practitioners. And why not check out the Aspiring Psychologist membership, which you can jump on board for just £30 a month with no minimum commitment. Come and talk about how you find the podcast and let me know your ideas for future Aspiring Psychologist podcast episodes in the free Facebook group, The Aspiring Psychologist Community with Dr. Marianne Trent. Thank you so much for making time to prioritise yourself and to listen to this episode. I will be back along with the next episode from 6am on Monday. Thank you so much for being part of my world. Take care. If you're looking to become a psychologist, then let this be your guide. With this podcast at your side, you'll be on your way to being qualified. It's the Aspiring Psychologist Podcast with Dr. Marianne Trent. My name is Diakalola Amujam. I am a recent psychology graduate from Ireland.
I am also an aspiring clinical psychologist. Dr. Marion's book, The Clinical Psychologist Collective, has been so helpful to me on this journey to becoming a clinical psychologist. As I plan to continue postgraduate studies in the UK, I found it extremely useful that this book provided in-depth information on the UK DCLINSI application process. I enjoyed reading about the experiences of both qualified and trainee clinical psychologists. The various narratives were my favorite part of the book as everyone's story was different and it provided amazing insights into the clinical psychology journey. I would definitely recommend this book to anyone interested in psychology and aspires to become a clinical psychologist.